0: You're listening to The Vertical Path. Go, go,
1: He's a president, and he comes from outer space. He's a... And we'll save the human race He'll never ever cut and run Cause what we did he's also done So nobody will have much fun If that bioweapon comes Thought he was a liar We thought he was a fool That he was using this here world Like we was all a tool Then he set us straight and this is what he said, he said, let's give love a chance before we're all gall darn dead. Tonight on Clock Hour, Dabney Schlapp, a multi-billionaire among the top 20 richest men in the world. This kingmaker and free market titan has managed to convert his considerable investments into alliances with major players on the world's geopolitical stage. Now the pinnacle of his media empire has been secured. After unprecedented scrutiny by the FEC, Schlapp has successfully purchased Washington, D.C.'s oldest, most venerable newspaper, the Columbian Letter Press, which according to inside sources he plans to transform but not all is right in schlapp's world he recently finalized a divorce from his wife of 20 years citing irreconcilable differences sources tell us that the end of their marriage came as an absolute shock to everyone schlapp has declined to make a statement a departure from his typically candid and thoughtful approach to the media's attention a tactic famously praised by Senator Millen. People try
0: to attack him, and then he somehow convinces these folks to collaborate with him. He says, yeah, let's get to the bottom of this. And by the end, he's got them thinking he's on their side because, in a way, he is. Lacking him or trusting him or agreeing with him, he makes you
1: think it's your idea. Senator Millen has been a long-standing advocate in particular during the many investigations into Schlapp's business dealings, along with federal judges and even a former president, making their support for the power broker very clear, 49th President Hagar Lewiston.
0: He's a wise person. He always challenged me without making me feel stupid. I know people like to joke about my IQ, but I took Dabney Schlapp seriously because he took me seriously. The rest is history.
1: Schlap has routinely courted controversy over the span of his career, having invested in everything from doomed.com startups to wartime private defense contractors. Even so, he manages to leave a lasting impression wherever he and his money go. His friend, former chair, and CEO of Heart Weapons Group, Schlap's competitor, Wooster Hart. I've never seen Dabney lose his temper. I kind of wish
2: he would, you know just a bit. He's got stuff to say sometimes. I wish he'd just start yelling. But he's smart. He's patient. He plays it cool.
1: I'll take a page from his book and just admit it here. That's how he got me. Good game. Even his detractors, of whom there are many, have their own backward praise of Schlapp, Congresswoman Kay Perth.
0: If we are being made to believe that money is indeed speech... And Dabney Schlapp is the Kurt Vonnegut of our era.
1: We sat down with a former employee of Schlapp's investment firm who wished to remain anonymous. He described his work within Schlapp's vast empire
3: and described Schlap thusly. He's a weirdo. They're all weirdos. It was like a cult. People would go into his office pissed off and then come back out cracking jokes and smiling five minutes later. At first I thought it was drugs or something, so I stopped drinking the water. But now, honestly, I think it's mind control.
1: Mind control?
3: Yeah, mind control. Using? Telepathic powers.
1: Do you have any evidence you can share with us?
3: Yes. But I won't share it yet. Not right now.
1: But he knows. A statement from Schlapp's lawyers dismissed these comments as a little harmless defamation and encouraged us to air the segment. Whether you believe Schlapp can control minds or markets, he is making life interesting for everyone in our business, the media. In fact, we're interrupting this broadcast to bring you live a press conference where Schlapp is expected to make a statement at any moment. And and there he is.
0: Good evening! Thank you all for being here. Tonight, I'm announcing my plans for the future. But first, I want to address these rumors that I have the ability to read or control minds. (laughs) While that's not quite true, we are an extremely empathetic species. It's really just a form of awareness, certainly not anything supernatural. I am, however, an alien. I think that's really the heart of the matter. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to respond either. I get it. And allow me to step out in front of the the big problem here. From my point of view, I misled you. And I apologize from the bottom of my heart liver thing. All, all of you, anyone who knows my name, I never disclosed that I was an alien. And I really do mean this in the space alien sense of the word. (laughs) I was planted here. 200 years ago, toward the dawn of the Industrial Revolution. It took me a while to adjust to this planet and your civilization, but I think I got the hang of it. When I had fully formed in your likeness, I hatched and then set about on a mission that had been genetically programmed into me by my parents. Yes, parents. Space aliens have them too. Here's the bottom line. I'm here to help, and everything I've done up until this point in my life has been to gain your trust, your business, or, hey, at least your attention. Y- you know me. Well, most of me. Unbelievable. There is no meaningful way of pronouncing my real name or that of my species, at least not in English, so uh, I'll refer to my kind as the cousins, which is not entirely untrue. What's important to know is that we are basically pacifists, that just kind of bum around the universe trying to stop wars or ecological collapse. Our track record isn't great, by the way. I mean, we all do this. And when we get here, we turn around and we just lay it all out for you. One civilization after another. I mean, what do you think happens most times? You you get killed. Yeah. Yeah, we get killed. You know, that's not always the worst thing, by the way. You could argue that we cousins have started some wars too. I mean, by accident I mean. My whole thing is I I'm genetically programmed to do all this. The hatching, the mutating, the investing. This moment. Here now with you, I'm programmed to do this. And again, this is usually it for all of the cousins who came before. We make our reveal and the axe immediately falls. So I'm a bit nervous. Hey, but here's my pitch. If you don't Stop fighting each other and polluting the planet. The Galactic Industrial League will wage war on the human race. And from what I gather, it's some sort of species-targeting bioweapon. Think of the GIL as an intergalactic police force focused exclusively on sentient beings. Reason, abstract thought, and so on. Those who know better but choose or enable wrongdoing. And, And hey, by the way, I'm not here to judge. Not at all. I purposefully lived my life among you and as much like you as I could. In fact, we loved each other, wept together, shouted at each other, apologized to one... another. I made many of the mistakes any human is likely to. I, too, chose to do things that were convenient or selfish instead of right. So when the war starts, hey, I'll, I'll die right alongside you. It's all built into me. And this has happened many, many times before on different worlds. It always ends the same.
3: That's it?
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, unless... Unless
3: what? Yeah, unless what?
0: Look, guys, I'm a pacifist, not an optimist. But as of this moment, I'm fully expecting someone, one of you, to kill me. Experiments on you. Sure, sure, they could do that. But they'd only have the next 36 hours to do it. Are you saying this GIL bioweapon will kill all human life in the next 36 hours? Yeah, roughly 36 hours. Yeah, more like 35 hours now, I guess. Can we stop it? Oh, well, sure. Really? Yeah, for sure. I mean it can be done. It just never happens. And I mean never. So what do we have to do? Simple. I have to remain unharmed for 36 hours. Uh, that's it. Basically, yes. Come on, that can't be it. Look, all right, I'm not saying there isn't going to be a lot of other stuff that happens as a result, but that's only because it's never happened. I've got no instructions for that aside from one. That's what I wanted to talk about with you all here today. Since I'm going to die, and I fulfilled my genetic programming, I've decided to live out my lifelong dream of running for president. No, seriously. Uh, uh, I have loved living on this planet, and I have loved living with you humans. I deeply love you both. And in my opinion, I think you both need a break from each other. I'm not talking about forcibly uprooting people from their homes, but certainly pushing forward initiatives that get us closer to colonizing other planets in the shortest period of time possible. It's going to be agonizingly slow, but the way I see it, GIL can't threaten us with extinction if we're always spreading outward into the stars. I think humans are interesting and capable of some amazing things. I think we've got something good here. Potentially. But, but no more pollution. No. More. Pollution. And no more war. No. More. War. And, and we can't kill or hurt you? That's right. Not for 36 hours. After? Oh, sure. Kill away. If you go back to the war and the polluting, they just send the bioweapon. I suppose under the right circumstances it's possible they might choose to wait a decade and hatch someone else like me for one last attempt to reason with you. In theory. Again, that's never happened. This whole thing is a joke,
2: right? This thing
0: you're doing? No, it's no joke. It'll just be easier if you call me crazy and have me taken away. But just remember that you won't see me willingly part with my freedom. I'll be harmed inevitably, that counts and frankly, taking away my life, my home, my friends, my rights. I I guess you could argue that's harm too, probably doesn't count though.
2: My god, what happens now?
0: Well, I'm going to make some phone calls. We'll see who still picks up the phone at this point, but I have got to start building my campaign now that I've announced. I sort of skipped over the exploratory committee thing. I tell her that I love her. I'm sorry. And now that I've done this, I just want to be with her again. Oh, uh, and look, there's the police. Okay, guys, this has been great. I appreciate your time. Make the most of it, you know.
1: I'm uh, uh, uh,
0: sorry, would you consider a cabinet post or a ship instead? Oh yeah, Sure, but you've got to aim high first, you know. I mean, who knows where we might actually land. Uh, this whole thing is unlikely, not just us, but... All life. The fact that anything happens or that we do anything is a gift. I'm not gonna take it for granted. At least not for the next 35 hours. So
2: let's say no one touches you and nothing happens. How do we know this isn't a prank?
0: Well, if we did this thing right, you'll notice a sharp decrease in war and pollution.
1: Dabney Schlepp, an American success story from Modest Pod to captain of industry, from alien to American. Proof that in this universe, in this great nation, anything is possible, including negotiations with the GIL. We need him because humanity is worth it, and he wholeheart-liverly
0: agrees. I am W. Schlapp, and I approve this message. He's a president, and he comes from outer space.
1: He's a
2: crisis between major world powers tonight as former allies now enter competition in formally revising their systems of government with the hopes of attracting an offer of leadership from U.S. President and extraterrestrial being Dabney Schlapp. Russia and China, formerly aligned in political philosophy and economic cooperation, are now issuing overtures of aggression toward one another.
1: China is provoking a hostility that may force Russia to respond. And that response will test China. It will test the world.
0: There is no historical precedent, just the horrifically uncertain now.
2: How the European Union is holding it together in the face of an intercontinental crisis at its front door. Next. I'm Laurie Goldstone. With the collapse of what had been deemed Russia's most free and fair elections in the nation's history, China has accused every one of Russia's presidential candidates as being proxies for an exclusionary pro-Schlapp Russian movement, an alleged loose alliance of Russian citizens and government officials convinced that President Schlepp cannot represent the values and protect the interests of both Russia and China concurrently.
0: Their election was a sham, a cover. Russia as a nation has conspired to torpedo their own elections and sabotage the rule of law on two continents because they have a schoolgirl crush on the President of the United States. The People's Revolution will not be deterred from its destiny in the warm embrace of President Schlapp's benevolent guidance.
2: President Schlapp's press secretary, Princeton Wentz, declined to comment, but inside sources tell us that constitutional scholars and political theorists have been descending on the West Wing in droves, hoping to sort out what may or may not be a groundswell of support for a one-world government, and one launched by two of
1: this planet's least likely early adopters. What we're seeing in China is a sort of blind emotional hysteria that is effectively eclipsing the political status quo in a way that really dissolves decades-long institutions overnight. The threat of the GIL has made several nations eager to and the leadership of President Schlapp and a sense of security against the GIL onslaught offered therein.
2: Senator Milling commented on the most recent developments on his way to his office on Capitol Hill.
3: I have confidence that these two great world powers will see fit to de-escalate this conflict, not because either side will get what they want, Rather, President Schlapp should be, in the face of such an immense foe, looked upon as an advocate for all mankind.
1: Senator Millen, what do you you think of the unofficial slogan of support for President Schlapp?
3: We die, he dies. I think it's cynical, maybe even grotesque, but it isn't not true.
2: Senator Millen was the recent target of an assassination plot by a terrorist group known as the Anti-Cousins. This statement was released to the media.
3: Listen, we're human beings, okay? We got rights. We get to think things. I got feelings in my heart. That president, he ain't got none of that. He ain't from this world even. He was born in a damn pod like a sprout. Y'all can worship the sprout, that's fine. But we ain't standing by while some alien sprout tells us what. Not here, not on American soil. We got moral imperatives to safeguard the natural population of this place from outsiders. That's what we intend to do to protect what's been ours for hundreds of years. Listen, I'm a human American. And that's a damn good measure more than our so-called leader.
1: This flag means something! I grew up in a small town, kind of like this one. I learned in that small town that the flag they had flying in my schoolyard, it meant something! flag they had flying outside Western's and Corner Grocery, that meant something. That flag that once flew right off my mama's front porch, that flag the one my papa put up there until he died, that flag means something. My name is Tad Page. I don't own newspapers or come from outer space. I'm made of the same stuff each and every one of you at home is. My father came home smelling like motor oil, and my mother came home smelling like iodine. They were born and raised humans, they died humans, and I'm proud to be just like
3: them, human. That was Governor Tad Page of Arizona at a rally last week preempting a stunning reversal issued only this morning, along with Page's withdrawal from consideration as a challenger to President Schlapp. After much soul-searching, I have
1: come to recognize a disparity in the quality of leadership President Schlapp is able to offer when compared with my own. I'm proud of the campaign I've run, but I'm more proud to know that the human race is being represented by a man like President Dabney
3: Schlapp. Corey Lewis-Stunter, writer at the Colombian Letterpress, Um, what happened here?
1: I think it's safe to say that Page either caught wind of something or directly witnessed something that dispelled him from the notion of removing our current president, presumably because of the existential threat posed by the GIL and their alleged bioweapon. Uh, How are Page's political allies responding to this? Frankly, they appear to be more and more resigned to the fact that President Schlapp is on track to not only win re-election, but to score a new constitutional amendment establishing a life term for his presidency and healthy support for a single world government gaining both domestically and internationally. I think it's safe to say that President Schlapp isn't being challenged for his role as intergalactic advocate for the human race. I'm Chuck Foley, and this is Politics Now. My guest is Richard Shrove, a historian and outspoken critic of President Schlapp. You've caught a lot of flack recently for an article in which you posit President Schlapp is fooling everyone with his narrative about being an alien and the threat of the GIL. Some have pointed out what they describe as a xenophobic tone in your words. Look, all I'm saying is we elected this person without really knowing what he stands for. I thought his platform was less war and less pollution.
3: That's not a political platform, Chuck. Those are
1: barely political platitudes. He ran openly as a one-issue candidate. Stop the GIL extermination.
3: Come on, have you ever even met anybody from this G.I.L.? Do you ever have any proof whatsoever that the G.I.L. or this bioweapon are real? This Oaks and this president have somehow managed to escape any real or meaningful investigation into his claims. Doesn't that bother anyone?
1: I'm sorry, Richard. I have to interrupt you now as we go live to Cape Canaveral, Florida, where President Schlapp is delivering a surprise statement from the launch pad.
0: People of Earth, a few short years ago, I instructed the Director of NASA to make preparations for a launch into low-Earth orbit, a mission that would convey me toward a rendezvous with representatives of the Galactic Industrial League. This meeting had to be kept secret until today, and now that we are ready, I announced to the world that I and a crew of extraordinary attorneys will participate in arbitration aboard a GIL diplomatic vessel and root through our solar system as we speak. There's no cause for alarm and no immediate threat of danger. I encourage you all to be patient and calm over the next few days while I and this brave legal team make our case for the continued existence of humankind. Thank you.
1: And we're back. Richard Shrub. your thoughts.
0: Um, I- <laughs>
1: Well, that's all the time we have. I'm Chuck Foley. Good night and good luck, Mr. President.
3: What of you,
1: President Schlepp, aboard a NASA shuttle bound for a meeting, really a showdown with the GIL, or Galactic Industrial League. The threat that they and their species-targeting bioweapon pose to our civilization is keeping every man, woman, and child in agonizing suspense. With luck, the president's team of legal experts will prevail over the indiscernible complexity of galactic law.
0: We see the GIL craft on our scanners, moving out of contact range. Wish us luck.
1: For two long days, the world has eagerly watched and waited, Orthodox Muslims, Jews, and Christians held a joint vigil at the Temple Mount, while the streets of Sao Paulo and Pyongyang swelled with millions of people, all of whom have been waiting with bated breath. Now the world can breathe a sigh of relief, as NASA indicates the President and his team of lawyers are officially returning home. We can confirm that the President is alive and well. He intends to hold a press conference upon his return, announcing what we all hope will be in agreement with the Galactic Industrial League, one that secures the ongoing existence of humanity.
3: President Schlapp was a patriot of a high order. Few leaders have sacrificed themselves for the greater good the way he has. No one can deny that his death and the deaths of those brave, selfless lawyers strikes a blow to our hearts. But this tragedy will not detract from the promise made and kept by President Schlapp that we, the human race will no longer live under the threat of the GIL or its bioweapon. That we will no longer fear the stars above, but rather, we shall embrace those stars as future hopes for our history, our culture, and our kind. Godspeed, Mr. President. Thank you for the enduring gift of our future.
1: That was Senator Millen speaking at a press conference having just attended a ceremony for the late President Schlapp in Arlington National Cemetery. He joins a chorus of international voices lamenting Dabney Schlapp's death. But with his loss comes a sense of relief. Our long planetary nightmare is over. One hundred years ago, my grandfather, Senator Millen, declared a world peace that has remained undisturbed ever since. Today, from under the shield of that peace, we commemorate the starship Schlapp's maiden voyage, a tribute to both the ingenuity of humanity's best and brightest, working in harmony toward a common purpose, but also to the memory of President Schlapp. He was a leader who pointed up at the stars and dared us all to explore the universe and never shy away from litigation, to never shy from the struggle for survival, to endure You've been listening to President Pod, a production of The Vertical Path. Based on a story by Kyle Porter and Morgan Sobel. Written by Kyle Porter and Morgan Sobel. Featuring the voice talents of Morgan Sobel as Senator Millen, President Hagar Lewiston, The Whistleblower, Dabney Schlapp, the translator, the pundit news anchor, and Richard Shrove. Kyle Porter as the Clock Hour host, Wooster Hart, the press conference reporter number one, the political ad narrator, Lori Goldstone, Tad Page, Corey Lewis-Stenter, Chuck Foley, and Senator Millen's grandson. Kathy Strutz as Senator Kay Perth. Beth Miller as press conference reporter number two. Alan Sobel as press conference reporter number three. Tanisha Ross as the international correspondent. And Tomas Campomanes as the anti-cousin radical. With music by Kyle Porter and Morgan Sobel. Sound design, mixing, and editing by Kyle Porter. Directed by Kyle Porter and Morgan Sobel. A production of The Vertical Path.